Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we are reporting on October 28th, 2020. And on today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in, which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating on my podcast or interested in being a sponsor, you can reach out to me through the Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with, let's go ahead and refresh the page there. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $15,465.77 with a 3.1% gain. Second place, Ethereum settling at $453.20 with a 3.1% gain. Third place, USDT Tether settling at $0.99 with a 0.2% loss. Fourth place, XRP Ripple settling at $0.25 with a 0.9% gain. Fifth place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $267.82 with a 4.9% gain. Sixth place, Chainlink settling at $12.47 with a 4.3% gain. Seventh place, Binance Coin settling at $28.48 with a 1.3% gain. Eighth place, Polkadot settling at $4.39 with a 3.2% gain. Ninth place, Litecoin settling at $6.67 with a 1.8% gain. And tenth place, Cardano settling at $0.10 with a 2.1% gain. All right, Kryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $452.6 billion, up by 3%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Kryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Uh, let me collect my daily candies. So as a reminder, make sure you get on there every day and collect your daily candies uh, so you can uh, get some rewards. All right. So with that said, let's start off with Jeff Benson wrote uh, major French bank taps consensus to develop digital currency. Societe Generale forge a subsidiary of European investments bank Societe Generale has chosen Ethereum software incubator consensus to provide it with technology and ex- expertise related to the issuance of a central bank digital currency. After taking part in the testing of a digital euro in May, Societe Generale forged was named by the Ban- Banque de France as one of the eight potential partners for a CBDC in July. The French central bank, which represents the second largest economy in the European Union, is one of the first in Europe to experiment with a CBDC for intra-bank settlement. Last month, Societe Generale Forged moved forward with its own CBDC trials, deciding to build with the Tezos public blockchain. Though consensus is known for its work with Ethereum rather than Tezos blockchain, incubating products like MetaMask and Inferia, it does have experience working on CBDCs. For example, it has previously partnered with South African Reserve Bank on Project Cocoa, another interbank system, as well as the Monetary Authority authority of Singapore on settlement of a tokenized Singaporean dollar. Alright, cool. Next news. Written by Matt Husey. Bitcoin booms under COVID as investors flee Wall Street. 
The Bitcoin praise train keeps chugging today as new reports suggest the global pandemic has been a boon for BTC and a blight for every, everything else. Grayscale, the world's largest crypto asset manager, published a survey looking at the out attitudes of investors who have bought cryptocurrencies. While most of the reports stated the obvious young, college-educated men with an interest in financial news were most likely to invest it. There was one telling piece of data that has excited many. Of its respondents who had invested in Bitcoin, Grayscale found that 63% of Bitcoin investors said that the coronavirus pandemic impacted their decision to invest and 39% said that the pandemic made Bitcoin more appealing. The survey showed that investors aged 35 to 44, whom Grayscale noted, have already navigated three recessions and has seen traditional defensive instruments such as real estate, defensive stocks, and bonds lose their appeal as hedge against markets downturn considered that Bitcoin would be a safe haven. And what a safe haven it has been. If you leave out the crash in March, the price in November 2019 hovered stubbornly below the $10,000 mark. Today, it sold past $13,000 on its way to $14,000. Woo! Oh yeah. Alright, next news. Written by Scott Cipollina. PayPal's crypto play legitim legitimizing Bitcoin, says MicroStrategy CEO. Business intelligent firm MicroStrategy has been on a Bitcoin buying spree in recent months, and the company's Q3 earnings call, CEO Michael Saylor pointed to the recent adoption of Bitcoin by PayPal and Square as being legitimizing for the cryptocurrency. The support that comes from the Square to build Bitcoin and to promote, actually to take Bitcoin on the balance sheet was a big deal, said Saylor in the call, adding that support in the Square Cash application is a big deal. Now that PayPal has announced that they're going to do it in the PayPal app, I think that legitimizing, says uh, Sailor added, while PayPal delivers that in Ven Venmo next year, I think that will be a big plus. PayPal has recently announced that it will introduce cryptocurrency buying and selling features and it reportedly plans to purchase crypto firm BitGo, while Square has made a $50 million investment in Bitcoin, a move that Sailor has previously described as extraordinary. Awesome. Good news. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Bitcoin too volatile to aid financial inclusion, says MasterCard CEO. Okay. Bitcoin, BTC, is often touted as a tool that could help promote financial inclusion, but its innate price and value fluctuations are just too volatile for it to be useful to an unbanked, according to MasterCard CEO AJ Banga. Speaking to the Fortune Global Forum conference, Banga said that Bitcoin per se is volatile in its valuation. He added, can you imagine someone who is financially excluded trading in a way to get included through a currency that could cost the equivalent of two Coca-Cola bottles today and tomorrow and 21 tomorrow? That's not a way to get them included. That's a way to make them scared of the financial system. Bitcoin's volatility in 2020. Banga's comment follows a year in which Bitcoin's price has swung wildly between the $5,000 mark in March to over $13,000 today. Such unpredictability can bamboozle even a seasoned trader, let alone users who have little to no experience with any financial instruments. That's true. That's true. On the other hand, the MasterCard CEO isn't downplaying the useful usefulness of digital money in general. Indeed, MasterCard itself has teamed up with crypto-native payments platform WireX to offer payments cards that support that support 
digital currencies. According to Banga, the potential introduction of central bank's digital currency, CBDCs, could help improve some aspects of the financial sector. Fiat currencies, if they were to go digital, would be helpful in cross-border trade flows and improving the efficiency of those, yes, for sure, Banga said. Okay, next news. Written by Adriana Hamacher. Mata eyes repeat of ICO boom with first regulated crypto sale. Crypto-friendly blockchain island Malta will launch its first regulated public offering this year for AI blockchain hybrid VAIoT, which has become the first project to be approved by the country's financial regulator. Announced on Monday, the first approval by the Malta Financial Service Authority MFSA has been a long time coming. Malta's crypto regulations, built as the most innovative in the world, were first announced in 2018, and startups flocked to the island seeking regulatory approval. Now, VAIoT, which develops AI-powered services for businesses, hopes to be the first in a wave of Malta-based products to raise funds by way of regulated initial virtual financing asset offerings, IVFAO, as opposed to the initial coin offering. Okay. Alright, next news. Written by Alexander Beckrens, ETC builds a bridge back to Ethereum for DeFi. Ethereum Classic and Ethereum split long before DeFi had captured the mind and ETH tokens of crypto users. ETC Labs, a group of users and developers helping maintain the original Ethereum blockchain, wants to rectify that. It announced today plans for a new bridge between the Ethereum Classic and Ethereum blockchain, allowing DAI stablecoins to be swapped between the two. The DAI bridge, operated by Chainsafe Systems, will potentially give DeFi a boost with the addition of more users familiar with, this, with the ins and outs of Ethereum infrastructure. But who doesn't necessarily use the ETH token? The DAI-ETH bridge is scheduled to launch on November 18th, and it will be the first of many efforts that will give the ETC community direct access to DeFi products, ETC Labs. CEO Terry Culver told Decrypt, We are currently working on listing on various platforms and are working with several projects to build directly on ETC, and we invite other projects to join us. DeFi, short for Decentralized Finance, represents a group of applications controlled by automatically executed smart contracts that allow users to receive loans or earn interest on deposits of cryptocurrencies like they would from a bank, but without the need for such, such centralized institutions. Alright, next news. We got a lot of news to go through. Written by Scott Tablina. MicroStrategy CEO reveals how much Bitcoin he owns. MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor has revealed how much Bitcoin he personally owns. In a tweet posted today, Saylor said, I personally, hashtag HODL, 17,732 BTC, which he bought at $9,882 each on average. Running the numbers, that means Saylor has spent $175,227,624 on Bitcoin, which is currently worth a cool $236,291,312 at today's Bitcoin price. Saylor also added, that's awesome, that is so awesome. Saylor also added that he informed the company of his prior to making any personal Bitcoin purchase. I informed MicroStrategy of the holdings before the company decided to buy Bitcoin for itself. Saylor's Bitcoin con Conversion Saylor has become a keen advocate of Bitcoin in a notable about-face from his previous views of the cryptocurrencies. In 2013, he claimed that Bitcoin's days are numbered and likened it to go online gambling. Since then, he's changed his views, calling Bitcoin a million times better than gold. Under his guidance, MicroStrategy has become one of the leading institutional investors in Bitcoin, investing $425 million in Bitcoin since August of this year. That is so awesome. And they, they made a lot of money. A lot of money. Next news, written by Scott Jablina. 
ASX delays blockchain settlement system launch to 2023. The Australian Security Exchange, ASX, has announced that it delays the launch of blockchain settlement systems intended to replace CHESS, uh, its clearing, settlement, and asset registration system. Uh, the postponement follows a previous proposed delays to April 2022, suggest four months ago as a public consultation was opened. In June this year, the Australian Securities Exchange experiment a experienced a spike in trading volumes as a result of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. As a result, the exchange needed to take a different approach to scaling demands on the chess replacement system, adding to the scope of products and thus extending the timeline for delivery. The chess system refers to clearinghouse electronic sub-register system, which facilitates the clearing and settlement of trades and shares and provides an electronic sub-register for shares in listed companies. It is clear that COVID-19 continues to impact the whole industry, including ASX, and this has evolved what our stakeholders want from the chess replacement system, said Dominic Stevens, CEO of ASX. Okay, awesome. Stay focused. All right, next news, written by Robert Stevens. Coinbase expands crypto debit card to U.S. customers. Cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase today announced that the expansion of its debit card to the U.S. The card converts crypto held in Coinbase accounts to U.S. dollars whenever it use used to buy something. Started today, U.S. customers of the Silicon Valley based exchange can join a a waiting list for its Visa debit card. No word on no word yet on when things will actually launch. Coinbase card is open to all U.S. customers apart from those who live in Hawaii. Coinbase card launched in the UK last April and expanded to Europe last June. There are no fees for converting Coinbase's US dollar paid stablecoins, USDCs, which it runs along with Circle, to US dollars. However, for all of the cryptocurrencies, the card charges a 2.49% transaction fee on every purchase. Cryptocurrency conversion fees may apply to. No word on those either. Okay, well, my two cents, HODL. Or my two Satoshis, HODL. <laughs> HODL, HODL, HODL. Uh, personally, um, that's cool that they got one. They got a card coming out, but ah, just hodl. Don't don't spend your, your cryptos. Don't do it. Don't do it. Next news written by Robert Stevens. Wink of Voss led Gemini Exchange now accepts Euros for crypto. Coinbase Exchange Gemini today announced support for the Euro. It's now possible to buy cryptocurrencies listed on its platform with the currency, whether on the web, by debit card, with a deposit, or through a wire transfer. Gemini has also added support for Bitcoin and Ethereum, pairing for the Euro and British Pound on its active trader platform. This is the professional level crypto exchange that allows for more complicated traders. Quote, expanding international supporting and supporting Euro, uh, Euro is another exciting step forward in our mission to empower individuals around the world through crypto onward and upward, said Gemini in its blog post. And the New York-based exchange already supports trading pairs with the Australian, Canadian, Hong Kong, and US dollar. Today's announcement is a continuation of Gemini's expansion into Europe and the UK. At the end of last month, Gemini announced its expansion into the United Kingdom. The Financial Conduct Authority, the UK's top financial regulators, awarded it a much sought-after e-money license. Awesome. Okay, good news. Alright, next news, written by Matthew DeSalvo. Crypto asset manager Bitwise hits $100 million milestone. Crypto management firm Bitwise Asset Management today announced it has $100 million in assets under management. Bitwise, which manages cryptocurrencies for professional investors, said it hit a milestone in part thanks to recent demands for Bitwise 10 crypto index funds, which tracks the 10 largest cryptocurrencies. The company also said 2020 has been the year institutional investors got more involved in crypto, describing PayPal's decision last week to embrace digital assets. Groundbreaking. Quote, 2020 is the year for crypto cross the chasm 
for the professional investors. The chief investment officer for Bitwise, Matt Hugan, said the challenges that historically kept professional investors on the sidelines, including regulatory concerns, custody, reputation, and understanding, are rapidly being swept aside. A crypto asset management firm passing the $100 million mark shows that those involved in traditional finance are becoming more interested in assets such as Bitcoin and Ethereum, whereas before, they would typically dismiss them. Awesome. Good news. All right. Next news written by Robert Stevens. DeFi yield farming could threaten security of Ethereum 2.0. A consensus report on decentralized finance published yesterday said that the launch of Ethereum 2.0 could disrupt it by could be disrupted by DeFi protocols, which could be far more profitable. Its Q3 DeFi report consensus, which fu- funds an editorial editorially independent decrypt. It described the concerns that DeFi could be the number one threat to, to getting a significant amount of, of stake in participants in ETH2. DeFi refers to the wide variety of Ethereum-based non-custodial financial products that have about $11 billion worth of cryptocurrencies coursing through their veins, according to DeFi Pulse. Investors earn interest and fees on money they stake in on the contracts this summer. Some protocols offer APYs of over 1,000%. Those hazy days are largely over, but investors can still earn good money. Right, next news written by Alexander Beckrens. Aave officially hands over governance keys to DeFi community. Aave has become the latest in a series of DeFi protocols to relinquish control of protocol governance, transferring power to the original developers to the Aave community to steer their ship. Aave announced today the official handover of admin keys to governance contracts controlled by the Aave token holders, allowing decentralized governance votes to have direct control over changes to the protocol. The handover follows months of testing and tweaking to ensure governance decisions would smoothly translate to changes on-chain, during which time developers acted as an intermediary between community votes and on-chain actions. Aave's governance tokens were initially distributed in a November 2017 token sale that raised nearly $18 million for development of the protocol. The move shows how more and more DeFi apps are getting serious about decentralized governance, bringing the ethos of decentralized networks to life at their application level. DeFi, short for decentralized finance, uses automated blocks of code known as smart contracts to execute financial functions like issuing loans or offering interest on user deposits. DeFi applications like Aave run on decentralized networks such as Ethereum, where no single entity can turn off or censor blockchain data. Alright, next news. Written by Jeff Benson, Avante becomes second crypto bank in U.S. Avante has received a bank charter from the Wyoming State Banking Board one month after exchange Kraken became the first crypto company to receive a bank charter in Wyoming, or the U.S. for that matter. Avante Financial Group, founded by former Morgan Stanley Manager Director Caitlin Long, applied for a bank charter to become a special purpose depository institution for this summer. The charter allows it to provide specific banking services including digital asset custody and it plans to start opening commercial accounts next year. Quote, we will provide products and services that do not exist in the market today, said Long in a press release. Currently, the only type of U.S. financial institutions that can provide financial and simultaneously settlement of trades between digital assets and the U.S. dollar. Because it is the only type of currently approved to handle both within the, the legal entities is a Wyoming special purpose depository institutions like Avante. All right, next news, written by Alexander Bechrens. The Graph token sale raised $12 million in 24 hours. The Graph, a blockchain data company, provides 
providing services for some of the DeFi's most popular apps has raised $12 million in a token sale that sold out in just over 24 hours. The Graal Foundation announced today that, that the successful sale of the 400 million GRT tokens for $12 million in funding performed entirely on-chain using the Graph's own technology. The sale represents 4% of the total GRT supply and included 4,500 participants across 90 countries. The token will serve a key role in scaling the Graph's services over the coming years. A DeFi app grow growth feels the need for a vast amount of blockchain data at high speed. The Graph helps customers access blockchain data through more familiar database infrastructure languages like SQL, easing the integration of the data into blockchain-based applications. Decentralized finance or DeFi applications are a major source of demand for data from the Graph. They are used as they use blockchain data to help set interest rates on loans and customer deposits. All right, next news. Written by Jeff Benson. AWOL founder controls single SIG OKX Bitcoin wallets report. Chinese blockchain news site Jinsi Kaijin is reporting that the Bitcoin cold wallet for the cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency exchange OKX is single signature with founder uh, Xu Mingxing uh, holding the private keys. That is problematic, problematic for OKX's users given that Shu was taken away by police in China several weeks ago. As a result, on October 16th, OKX said it halted withdrawals, which continues to be unavailable. In a statement at that time, the company explained one of, the, one of our private key holders, presumably Shu, is currently cooperating with the Public Security Bureau in investigations where required. We have been out of touch with the, con with the concerned private key holder. As such, the associated author uh, authorization could not be completed. Xing's Kaijin's reporting cites people close to senior management assuming its reporting is accurate. Shu is either the only key holder for the exchange's Bitcoin wallet or the exchange is sharing one private key among its staff rather than use, uses a multi-sig wallet or other solutions. That's the equivalent of sharing one's Netflix password but with more at stake than someone seeing your browsing history. Glassnode estimates that OKX holds 200,000 Bitcoin worth roughly $2.65 billion today in its vault. Wow, that's not good news. Not good news at all. Ouch. Hopefully they can get that guy back and uh, try to get the private keys or something. Try to figure that out. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of lawyers involved in that. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. OKX denies using single SIG Bitcoin cold wallet. Okay, well, let's see what's going on here now. OKX, the cryptocurrency exchange, has paused its cryptocurrency withdrawals since October 16th to told Decrypt that the source of the story is purported reporting to be from Chinese blockchain news site Jingxi Keijin is not accurate. The story, originally spotted by Sino Global Capital CEO Matthew Graham and reported on, on by Decrypt, claimed that the OKX relied on a single signature Bitcoin wallet. That would be an important development given that the exchange has paused withdrawals after the founder Xu uh, Mingxing who is a private key holder was taken away by Chinese police earlier this month. But while it remained unclear what must happen for withdrawals to resume, a spokesperson told Decrypt on October 16th that it could not reveal inf any information that may put our users' funds at risk. It is likely that the Xingxin Kaijin story is not a story after all, but an interest but in internet fabrication. Graham, a Chinese resident, deleted his original post believing that it might have been photoshopped. There is no record of story currently on Xing uh, Xing Kaijin's website. 
when asked whether OKX's uses on single signature Bitcoin wallet, an OKX spokesperson pointed Decrypt to an incident report detailing August's 51% attack on Ethereum's Classic, which details the withdrawal process, including its semi-offline multi-sig for hot wallets. According to the report, however, 95% of funds are stored in cold wallets. A page detailed detailing cold wallet security states that when generating private keys in advanced encryption standard AES, AES password is controlled by two OKX's company's personnel in separate locations, one in OKX's Beijing office, one in the city of the west coast of the United States. Okay, next news. Hopefully I get that fixed, man. I mean, there's some more news on that. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's fine. Next news. N written by Jeff Benson. Group uses flash loans to game market. Uh, next news, written by Jeff Benson. Group uses flash loans to game maker protocol governance. Want something fast in decentralized finance, but don't want to wait for the whole decentralized governance thing? Just use a flash loan. That's what B Protocol, founded behind the former CTO of Kyber, did. Just using a single transaction to push, it, push its own proposal on the maker protocol. Flash loans allow DeFi users to take out large loans for a fraction of the percent providing they can pay back the full amount during a single transaction Ethereum block. They, they're typically used to take advantage of arbitrage opportunities so that a trader can simultaneously buy a token at a low price and sell it elsewhere for a higher one. Using it for governance is something new. Here's how it works. B Protocol uses 50,000 ETH to borrow wrapped ETC, ETH from a decentralized exchange DYDX. It puts wrapped ETH um, of a protocol to borrow 7 million in maker governance tokens, which allow holders to vote on proposals affecting maker operations. It locked in those tokens to vote for its proposal, then unlocks them to return the funds to Aave and DYDX. According to Maker, MKR locked in voting contracts is only accessible with the wallet used to set up voting contracts. Maker hasn't yet returned a decrypt request for comments on the mechanism of voting contracts. Okay, next news. Actually, that is the last news. I thought we had a little more, but nope, that's it. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I greatly appreciate you listening to this podcast. I truly do. Um, I, I do appreciate the positive feedback. Uh, I, as a hobby, I, I, I'm really surprised at how much um, this is this podcast is being reached all around the globe. It's, it's unbelievable how, how many people... Are listening to this podcast so obviously I'm doing something good for the uh, for the crypto community so and that's what I want to do I, I enjoy doing this so if you want to uh, chit chat you can reach out to me on discord um, yeah I just want to leave it at that so with that said crypto I'll catch you all on the next one adios